Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 292. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Tell you about them shortly. Trevor Long with you from eftm.com.au. Once again, as always, every week for 292 episodes in a row with great consistency, with no interchange. Stephen Fennick from techguy.com.au. Yep, straight straight into the starting lineup again. Yeah. That's good. It's good yep. that I start the game every week. That's awesome. Off off the air, I did announce earlier today that I would accept Daniel Ricciardo as a second bloke talking oh, tech yeah, and right. brush you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for your loyalty, Trevor. You're very solid. <laughs> I'd hate to be in a trench with you in a war. Jeez. <laughs> Run I'd like look around, I'd look around and think, where'd Trev go? <laughs> we are, uh, in fact, um, at the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne. Um, we kind of come here every year, really, because there are so many tech companies involved. And we're down here today with Epson, uh, tomorrow with Hisense, uh, involved with different teams, Mercedes, uh, AMG, and tomorrow uh, Red Bull Racing. And it's interesting, we were in the in the kind of the paddock club lounge today with Mercedes and big you know placards up on the wall. So many tech companies. Qualcomm, um, Epson, yeah, Bose. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, no, there's no shortage. And just for context, I think it's interesting. People think, and I had this thing on conversation on the radio tonight, you know, what the hell's Epson got to do with Formula One? And I remember last year being impressed that in the garage of the Formula One team was a printer. Right yeah. downstairs, Lewis Hamilton pulls in and there's a printer there. Yeah. And they were saying today, one of the marketing guys from Mercedes was saying, well, mate, Lewis likes to – he likes to look through the screens, but he also just likes to have paper he yeah. can flick through he between likes sessions. the tactile feel of paper. Even sitting in the cockpit before a race, he's flicking yeah. through the notes. Yeah, and, and so they have that there. The thing they announced today before we came out the track – it is actually fascinating, even though it's absolutely of no interest directly to our, our listeners. But if you run a big office, then mm. nail that this is for you. And if you work in a big office, just think about the, the changes this could make. An office printer that can print 100 pages per minute. Colour pages per minute. And, and it's inkjet. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, I had no idea that bloody inkjet existed in office printers. I thought it was all laser. Mm. But apparently inkjet is, is uh, still Epson's big thing in that space, and it's more power efficient, more cost efficient, more yeah. um, you know, service efficient. Environmentally friendly too because you're using less consumables. And the statistic that I was blown away by and have confirmed tonight is was it the 900 million, million droplets per second, right? Wow. So it, this thing is printing ink. In 900 million droplets every second, and they come out not as a big, but as words, numbers, letters, pictures, whatever. And the ink has got like special, special addition to the so that it says it's a special consistency so that it prints well. But there's a 32 centimeter printhead. So imagine the tiny printheads on your home printer. Imagine your 32 centimeter long printhead. No wonder you're getting 900 million. Inkjet droplets per second, and and the great analogy they gave, and obviously that maybe they clutched for straws to do these things, but it worked for me. Was you know I love cars and I love Formula One, I've loved motorsport all my life, and you know we always think about 
technology in, in Formula One working its way down into cars. So uh, traction control systems, anti-lock brake systems, you know, the even hybrid systems today really starting to become part of the modern car, which may have started or certainly been developed in their efficiencies through Formula One. And Epson say the same occurs here. They've got this big industrial printer that's going to be in offices doing 100 pages per minute. Nothing to say and absolutely basically confirming that their engineers are always working to bring that same efficiency speed speed to the consumer printer in the years ahead. What what about the the paper? What was the paper recycling thing called? Oh, the the paper lab. Paper lab. That is remarkable. That They've got a a machine that you throw all your printed, rather than chucking all your paper into a recycle bin, you throw them into to the paper. What's it called again? The paper, paper lab. Yeah. Paper lab. Yeah, lab. I remember that. And it it extracts all the ink off the pages and sort they of basically, basically it, just, it, it just, obliterates just, the paper, yeah, and then separating the paper it. from the ink, and then yeah. reconstructs paper so that. And they when they when they showed me this last year, I remember going, "Yeah, well, that's fine. It's just a drawing." But now they've got a photo of it. It's actually in some businesses in Japan, and will at some point get more efficient and smaller and mm-hmm. scale out around the world. But just imagine that for a second, right? And imagine ten years down the track if it was actually to kind of grow, you know, actually reducing size and, and cost efficiency, whatever. Imagine having an office and they mentioned to us banks, legal firms, stuff like that, who are just so uber secure about their paperwork, yeah. right? You don't have to put stuff in a secure so bin and have it taken off site. Sh- you don't need to shred anything. No, so you put it in the paper lab, it gets obliterated and turned into new paper. So, so the documents will never leave the building. You're just going to keep using the same paper over and over again. <laughs> so well, look, how, look how environmentally responsible that is. It's also going to be a cost saving to them as well in yeah, the long yeah. run. So... Uh, it's amazing how much, and they did a comparison with the laser printer compared to the ink, their inkjet printer. The amount of power the laser, the laser printer uses. Oh, they require different levels of power as yeah, well. Yeah, well, but the, 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 they showed. Remember the, the heat, the uh, yeah. infrared, and the, the laser machine was really warm, really hot, so it was using more power mm. and a lot more consumables as well. So the you know with the toner cartridges and all the other consumables that have to be thrown out from a laser printer, mm. the inkjet in comparison used nothing. Yeah, fascinating, and uh, that's why we came down here today. Tomorrow we'll um, we'll join uh, the, our mates at High Sense for them to kind of the Australian unveil of the Series Eight and Series Nine TVs we saw at CES. And the big thing is we'll get pricing. And and I remember last year being blown away by the High Sense pricing. We've got to remember that the Series Eight and Series Nine are uh, elevating themselves. They're trying to they're trying to hit more premium so mm. they're actually going to be more expensive but the series 7 will still be that you know, entry point yeah. it will be interesting to see how that that pricing is received in the market because there's only so much you can push the envelope about being premium without just looking like you're charging more but high sense is also too they're playing it smart by offering the largest screen size in Australia. I think the Series 9 is going to be up to, up to big really big screen mm. size so in comparison you can just imagine that People in a store looking at a high sense seventy five or 80, 80 inch TV mm. that's the same price as maybe an opposition sixty five or fifty five inch TV. Oh, oh, and that's I mentioned that on a current affair this week. You know, you still look at that seventy five inch last year's model, three grand, right? Yeah, three grand for a seventy five inch TV. Three three grand is going to get your fifty five inch bloody Samsung or LG, right? Yeah, but, but you know, but customers and and of how many emails have you had and calls and my listeners and readers do the same. Customers are looking at the pricing and they're thinking, "There's what's the catch? Why is the Samsung yeah. TV five thousand dollars more we were than this earlier today?" They just yeah. they need validation from someone like That's us right. to say, "You know what? It's yeah, a bloody good TV. Good. Yeah. It's it's put not a, too good to be true." Put a bit of tape over the brands and put them next to each other, and they're not far apart. No. So one TV isn't six thousand dollars better in the same size than mm. the other. So it's worth 
trust your eyes. When you go yeah. into the store, trust your eyes. Have a look at what you think is good picture quality because your judgment of picture quality and mine could be different. Yeah. It, we're all different. And so, the thing I always say to people, and you just said cover up the brands, put them next to each other, then remember that when you go home, there's only one TV. You don't take right. a wall yeah. of TVs home. You're you take one home and you're right. never going to compare it with anything. Yeah, Even yeah. if your mate has got an OLED, when you get home... Yeah. You're, going to, you're not going to take it, it home and, with you. Unless, yeah. unless he's in the next room, yeah. you're barely going to notice the difference. So it is fascinating to see that. And yeah, it'll be totally. really interesting to watch the sales figures this this uh, this year. The Epson details on uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. But, Stephen, let's talk a bit more about TVs with LG's news this week. Yeah, well, LG, well, this was without a doubt, I think, the hit of the Consumer Electronics Show, no the wallpaper TV. The 2.57 millimeter thick screen mm. mounted on the wall. It's still only four millimeters. Oh, that's shocking! Like no, millimeters. almost Come double, on. mate. Come on! But uh, now the great news is that it's coming to Australia. It's arriving in the first week of April, and they've named the price. Now we speculated the price. Mm. I think I said about fifteen. I said we both. Said yeah, 15. we both said about fifteen. Well, it's coming at thirteen four nine nine, which I think is very competitive price, mate. That is not competitive. That is insane. Now, it's ridiculous for us to say that $13,000 is a good deal for a TV. I know that, right? But let's just put this in context before we talk about and remind you of the features of this thing. We talked last week about Samsung's QLED, right? And and we talked about this earlier today at the coffee shop. If you had $15,000, mm-hmm. okay, because you're, you're wealthy, you've done well this year, and you want to buy a beautiful <laughs> new TV, right? Yep. Do you go into Harvey Norman and do you buy a 75-inch uh, Samsung QLED Q9, their best television, 2,000 nits of brightness for $15,000, $14,999. So is that the, six, is that the 65 inch? Is that much? No, 75. The 75. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, to, to no, be. To be We've got $15,000, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, We've got $15,000. Yeah, yeah. yep. Do you buy the 75 inch QLED Samsung 2000 nit latest TV? Yep. Or do Q9. you buy Q, Q9, yeah? The, or do you buy the W7? Uh, wallpaper TV, pocket, $1,500 change. Know that you've got a sound bar, which you don't get with a yes. Samsung. A Dolby Atmos sound bar, no less. Right. Tell, tell me who's buying the Samsung. Yeah, I think the OLED is going to be a compelling offering at that price. You're right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just looking back at the Samsung pricing here for the Q9. The 75 inch is fifteen thousand dollars. Even yeah. the well, even the sixty. So let's go size for size. Yeah. The 65 inch Q9 is still you're going to get five hundred bucks change out of ten grand. Yeah. So for an extra, then three, then buy a sound bar for fifteen hundred or a thousand. Right. So, so you're up there with it, and, and there's a two thousand dollar gap which LG is yeah. pushing on. I'm telling you, despite my constant theory of go big or go home. I would go home with the LG wallpaper TV. But, but even okay, let's the wallpaper TV is no doubt a, a showstopper. Okay, but let's let's take a step back at yes. the rest of the OLED range. Yes. They've got other OLED TVs like their G7 65 inch OLED, which is still fantastic looking TV. It's still a bloody OLED TV. That's, it's not. That's not less than ten. That's nine o nine nine. At what size? At 65 inches. Yeah. So still. they're basically an LG OLED. Is cheaper size for size than a Samsung QLED. That's right. Yeah, and that's that. So that's he. he, And I've said this before. I think that smacks of arrogance from Samsung. I think that that's them saying, no, no, we're the best team, we're the biggest seller, we're the best maker. Uh, Our pitch is better. 
we, we are yet to, to fully test and, and understand whether or not they are like for like maybe the QLED is almost as or good or as I've good seen, as an OLED. You've seen the QLED. Absolutely. I've seen the And look, it, it is a remarkable picture. Yes. The black levels are really nice. The colours really pop. Really but, nice or yeah. amazing? Oh, no, they're black amazing. Levels. No, they're amazing. And, and it's funny enough, though, I sort of took note that the, the black levels on those QLEDs were really good. And yet, and yet it was conspicuous by its absence that Samsung never mentioned black at all mm. in the QLED presentation. They didn't want to have the comparison yeah. with, the, with the black levels of OLED, which black levels on OLED are unbeatable because there's no backlight to stop. Yes. And that's what people don't realise. Well, black levels are affected by a backlight, and the Samsung still has a backlight. Yes. It's got QLED and all that technology, but it's, it's going to be a real brand battle, I think. And, and Samsung, obviously, are coming from uh, a, a superior position in the market. They're still number one in TVs. Well, so they're way. coming from a solid position. Can they maintain that, especially with this jaw-dropping TV they're competing against, the mm. LG, which is absolutely – it's one of those TVs where we can talk about all day long how thin it is and, and all how nice it is. But when you see this thing, it's love at first sight. You'll love oh, no this doubt. TV. I took um, – we were, we were doing – that a current affair story down at Harvey Norman Moore Park and you know cameraman sound guy yeah. blah, blah, blase about the whole thing I said listen we're about to go to a house at Mossman which has this television which is ridiculous I, I challenge you not to be blown away and the bloke walked in he goes mate you're right that's yeah. unbelievable the, when you go into a Harvey Norman store and it's the first week of April this bloody thing yeah, right yeah, it's next week and you see it you've got to look at it side on they're going to have it on a glass panel which is great but I actually do still think it looks at its on best a, on, a wall. on a bloody jip yeah. rock wall yeah. Because it's like, how is that happening? Yeah, you literally you know don't know. I think the the appeal of the OLED, it's a, the, the the thin screen is just it'll blow you away, right? That that's 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 punch number one. Punch number two is the sound bar, which is essentially where the TV is as well. Yes. All, all the all the, the, the plugs, inputs the ports, are all the in the sound bar, which is smart. Yep. And so not only they're going to give you that anyway, the Samsung TV has got a similar situation where there's a box that you connect to with a really thin optic cable. Yeah, but it's still, it's still a bulky TV. It's still a big telly. But you're going to get an Atmos soundbar in the deal. That's my point. You buy Samsung's Atmos soundbar, it's two that's grand. 15, that's right, it's two grand. So, And another thing too is that even if you put this on the wall, they've got the ribbon cable, which is a flat, thin cable that you could, if you wanted to, mount it on the wall and the ribbon cable can run down the wall and you can paint over it. I'd be amazed if that can't be put in the wall anyway. It probably can. It probably can. And I think as part of that 13499... It'll be installed. ...delivery, installation yeah. with the mounting and all of that looked you after You do not want to take this thing out of the no, box on your own. You're not going to chuck it in your boot at Harvey Norman. No. It's got to be delivered It is literally properly. bendable, right? Yeah, I was able is. to pull yeah, it off yeah. the wall. Now, uh, I think that, that you're right. It's going to be a head-to-head battle. I, I don't know what, how it's going to end, but I'll tell you, you this. You've you got to remember, before you, before you continue, sorry... You got to remember, this is the top end of town we're totally. talking about. Like you, you, your mums and dads looking for a but nice this is telly. Bragging rights, mate. Yeah, absolutely. But your mum and dad looking at the tellies. I still think LG's got a, a, a good, very competitive pricing in their SUHD yes. range, and even their normal. I forget oh. the super, the UHD range, yeah. which is is kind of a TV from say, let's call it the 2015 TV, which is still. Well, I think we've I've got a 2015 LG TV and it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So that that's really competitive as well. You, you're talking 70, 70, 65 inch TV for three five, 4K, latest OS. So I think even forget the the first grade game at the yeah. top of the tree. 
this where the bread and butter. I think LG's got a pretty big, big uh, battle on. You know, big yeah. good chance of winning this battle as well. I think I said it maybe at CS or, or since, but I still do believe that what LG have done here is the first true innovation in TV in some time. They can all bang on about HDR and Dolby. Yeah. This oh, it's all enhancements on a, on a common theme in terms of innovation in TV design. Right, forget the curve. This separation of the screen and the guts. Right, just call it that. Yeah is brilliant, and I think others will follow. Yeah, I, I think, think Hisense, for example, could yeah. very wisely have a you know one and a half centimetre panel mm. that hangs on the wall with a cable that runs down to a sound it's bar. Smart. I right? think it's that, that kind of lifestyle look. And and I think we're going to be hooking TVs on the wall. Well, was it was it a, last week we spoke about the the fact that most people don't, don't mount, mount the TV. Yeah. It's eighty percent don't do it. Yeah. So this this could shift that, but. Just, just sort of getting back to the battle, Samsung VLG. I know Samsung's got a massive war chest when it comes to marketing. Mate, and, and LG massive. knows that as well, massive. And, and LG, I don't think, have a, quite a, a budget to do no, it. No, they don't. But I think we're... They're going to throw more at it than ever. I think they will, but where they're getting their traction is with us, with people like us who are we're doing their PR for them because it's so impressive what they've done. We've like I've spoken about this on TV four times, and so have you, yeah. and we've done radio and, and all this stuff we're talking about. We're, we're kind of doing the heavy lifting for them here. Then the simple question is, you can spend $20 million on TV, print, outdoor marketing. Yeah. You can have all the influence in the world with people like us. Yeah. Great. But what happens in the store, right? Yeah. Secret the shopping. Last, the last three feet. The Mate, last, exactly. The, purchase, right? the purchase. I want to I wanna secret shop the hell out of some of those stores to find yeah. out what are those salespeople's doing because I don't know if, how badly it still goes on, but the kickbacks, the spibs, as they call them, yeah. in the stores are, was gonna, enormous, right? The sales yeah. reps get a cut, basically, yeah. well, of the, the TV sales. margins. You've got to wonder what sort of margins the TVs, the, the, the stores are getting. And don't tell and me Samsung's not throwing beautiful big margins oh, into those of course, QLEDs. Of course they are, of course. And, they're gonna, and the stores with that get the biggest margins. Let's be realistic here. People think, oh, the, 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 the store wants to give you the best TV you want. They're going to steer you towards a product they're going to make the most margin on. Yeah, I, don't want, I don't want people to think that what I say matters in, in overall. What yeah. I want people to do is go, hey, Trev, what do you think? Yeah. Hey, Steve, what do you think? Yeah. Read CNET, read yeah. Gizmodo, read yeah. 15 different read things because you're yeah. about to spend four grand. Yeah. And if you don't walk in then with a decision, then I think you've got a problem. You, yeah. These days, you've got to walk in ready to make a decision purely you're only walking in to physically see the product and go yes I do like that yeah, or maybe touch the remote and play with but it but the uh, but the thing that I said earlier is get your eyes on it yeah don't like we we could like like what what you might think is great tv good picture quality I might think that's rubbish and vice versa. Yeah. It's such a subjective thing. Get into the store, stand in front of it, even maybe take a movie or something you know really well. Ask and the bloody play question. It. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Do not buy a TV without picking up the remote and pressing the play menus. It, yeah. Play with the menu. Ask them to take it out of bloody store mode as well yes. so that you can actually play with it. But you also, know, ask the question. Check, check little things like the, the details. Like it's one thing to think a picture quality is great, but check the details. How many inputs has it got? Is the remote comfortable to use? Is the operating system easy to use? Mm-hmm. What sort of connectivity do you got? Have you got Netflix? Stan, have you got all how those, easy? Those it, for example, how easy it is to switch from HDMI one to HDMI two? Yeah. And and you know, does it does it automatically detect whether that one's an Xbox and one's a Foxtel yeah. box? You know, these are the kind of and things. The sound you've got to quality ask. too. Sound like uh, it's. 
Like I've reviewed Samsung TVs in the past, and while I've been blown away by picture quality, that I reckon the weakness of their TVs is the sound quality. Mm. And of course, they're going to upsell you a, a soundbar. But if you spend if you spend nine thousand and forty nine dollars on a television, yeah. surely you shouldn't have to spend another twelve hundred on a soundbar. Absolutely. And I think that that that's that's one area where LG are winning. They've got a partnership with Harman Kardon, even with the 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 SUHD TV. So forget the OLED TVs. Yeah. So their sound quality is pretty good out of the box. So in terms of nailing the visual experience and the audio experience, that wallpaper OLED, I think, is unmatched yep. in that day, in that way. I think the two blokes agree, and you can read more at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Now, woke up the other morning um, to a lot of press releases yeah. from Apple, like four. Four of them, yeah. Four. Four press yeah. releases from Apple. Some new watch bands. Okay, thanks. Details yeah. at techguide.com.au. Um <laughs> Did it make EFTM, mate? No. Did it make the cut? No. You're a tough judge. Oh, mate, th- two Apple stories in one day was probably enough for me. Well, I spaced them um, out. Yeah, no, no. Um, so well, I don't know where to start here, mate. New iPhone. Red, Let's, red, red let, iPhone. A, a new iPhone. Red. And that's what I live with. I went, new iPhone. But, you know, be careful. It's the same phone. It's same iPhone, just different. Same phone, same specs, yeah. same price. It'd be, um, like, it'd be like Mercedes-Benz putting out a new S-Class and just saying, here's a brand new S-Class, but it's just red. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same. But product red is a long-established thing, about 10 years. Uh, this celebrates 10 yeah. years of partnership the, the with Apple fund. and the Global Fund for yeah. AIDS. Um, and it is. It, it creates fundraising. So if you buy the product red iPhone, you are, you are contributing to that. That fund, which Apple has contributed $130 million over those 10 years, which is enormous. $180 million, actually. Oh, I think From it's $130. Is it? Okay. Yeah, $130 million I, US. I, I beg to differ. The, oh, US, um, that's in Australian dollars. The amazing thing is... Would you use this phone? It's beautiful. It's red. You seen oh, it? Oh, yes. You seen it in the flesh? No. Oh, 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 I love nice. it. Yeah. Oh, yes. I think it's a, don't you reckon it's a chick's phone, though? Red? It's Mate, like a girl's This color. is from a boat using a pink one. Excuse me? My iPhone's black. For a long time it was Rose, rose gold, mate. Yeah, hey, you get what you're given, mate. Mate, yeah, that's a lot of people blowing up that it's not red with a black front. I reckon the white front looks great. Yeah. Um, Why would you have red on the, with a black front? I, I don't reckon know. the white The internet great. is a buzz with this kind well, of bulldust. The, the St. George supporters, Swan supporters, they'll love it because it's their colours. Yeah, oh, wow. Imagine it was red with a green front. <laughs> Sign me up, mate. <laughs> Wouldn't you Sign die? me up. Mate, I've got to tell you, it's beautiful. It's impressive. It's nice, yeah, I had some uh, some bloke on the internet telling me it was outraged they were charging more. No, they're not charging more. It's, it's just that it's just the minimum. There's no 32, yeah, no 32 gig 32 model, years. so the entry price on the Apple website is higher. So, it, so it's, it's exactly the same price in, in yeah. 128 and 256 gig configurations yeah, right. as the standard and iPhone so 7 and 7 Plus. 7, 7 Plus, yes. Um, it's beautiful. It, it's it nice, it's yeah. stunning, and I think it's a great little move and a nice way to just dangle a bit of um, a bit of attention away from Samsung a week before their launch. Yeah. Yeah, that's handy. What about now, the iPad, the new iPad? This is brilliant. And now this this is the 9.7, okay? So yeah. forget iPad Air, doesn't Gone. exist anymore. Gone. Yeah. So the iPad, they're just called the iPad, okay, yeah. 9.7. I struggled not to call it the new iPad because that, that's the one <laughs> that was seven years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the 9.7 inch, the iPad. Yeah. And this is... Uh, it's 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 actually it's thicker. Yeah, seven point one so, millimeters. So the iPad Air was thinner. Mm. So they've gone back to they've added a bit of thickness to this just to call it the iPad. Mm. Uh, they've added the A nine chip, and they've also got the Retina display, of course. Yeah, which is one chip down from uh, the yeah. iPad Pro. But the so, price though, the price oh is mate, four sixty nine. Yeah, that's cheapest nine point seven inch iPad ever. And that's at 32 gig too. So 16 yes, used to be the minimum. Now well, you're getting a 32. Well, 128's only 599. That's Wi-Fi only. So if you want to go LTE, 669 for 32 gig and 799 for a 128 gig LTE. And the the 469 is cheaper than the base iPad Mini. 
iPad Mini at one twenty eight wow. gig is more than that, right? Do you know what I think they're doing here? They, I think they're they've still got the iPad Pro. Don't forget. Yeah. So I think what well, let's doing just confirm here, they've got the iPad Mini, they have got the iPad, yeah. the iPad, iPad Four Pro. And the iPad Pro 12 inch, right? 12.3 inch. So, so that's now the lineup. I think what they're doing here is clearly identifying that he, this is the iPad for maybe for education, mm. for entry level use. But then they've got the iPad Pro range, which is your laptop replacement power, yeah. Apple yeah. Pencil compatibility, all Mate, of that. This this is not a response to, but it perfectly responds to the uh, research that Roy Morgans did, the analysts, analysts at Telsite have done that says that the most popular iPad in Australia is still the iPad 2. We're not buying iPads every year because not because we don't like them, but because we, we love what we've they got, last right? A long time. We've got an iPad two at home, mate. It's great. It's powerful. Oh, when I get another one, you still do the stings with. For, I've got an iPad one. iPad one. Yeah. yeah, right. But the that's, kids that's seven years old now. Yeah, my kids use an iPad two. Yeah. Now, do I want to upgrade it? Yeah, I do because it would be better to have the latest OS. It would be better to, to be able to run some apps that don't run on that now. Yeah, true. So now at four sixty nine, I go. Oh, actually, yeah. that's that's not bad. And so now they, they dangle a carrot of replacement. And so it, it won't create a, a, a rush for replacement, but it will yeah. create a, this Christmas, Easier entry best iPad it. sales in two years. Yeah. I, I give you a guarantee because Absolutely. at 469, the families are going to replace one of their iPads. Totally. And, and we're not talking about introducing new people to iPads here. We're just talking about replacing them. I think that's a cracker. And as you say, education, yeah. that's a cheap price Perfect now for schools, schools. Yeah, totally. to roll out 10 iPads in a, in a, in a box. So uh, I find that unbelievable. I think it's a fantastic uh, announcement, and it's just one of those under-the-radar com- things. It comes after – well, Samsung, don't forget, announced the Tab S3 tablet. Yeah. Remember at MWC, they didn't yeah. have the phone announcement. They had the tablet announcement. Uh, so – that I think this is kind of the return serve for that device. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's but that's been I've had so many people inquiring about the the, the yeah. affordability. That's gone really yeah. well. That story. Uh, so all the details of the new iPad or the iPad, Jesus bloody names, uh, at, at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. The fourth email from Apple was about an app called Clips. Clips. Listen, I'm just going to say I've got nothing. I don't understand it. I don't get it well, because it's not available yet. I can't download yes, it. But it's basically, April, it's yeah. it's Snapchat offline that you can use on Instagram. So they've created an app that allows you to and do Facebook fun, too. silly Facebook little videos too. that you can just off, save in your camera roll, you send as messages or yeah. upload to Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Yeah, it's just a quirky way of combining video, images, titles, effects, filters. Just, so just, it's, 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 it, But you're right. It's producing it offline because, you know, on Instagram and and. Uh, and Snapchat, it's all got to be done, and then yeah. it's away, it's live. But here you can have it ready and then send it out when you want. I don't get it, and I'll wait until I see it because maybe Flips. it'll be cool, maybe it'll work yeah. well, but I'm not so, so right, convinced. When is it out? Early April, I'd say. Yeah. Right? yeah. Anyway, uh, two blokes talking tech. Now, uh, we should tell you about our good sponsors, uh, Netgear and the Nighthawk X10. We live in a world where our connected devices have become an indispensable tool in our lives. Introducing the Netgear Nighthawk X10 smart Wi-Fi router. Built using the latest in Wi-Fi technology, the X10 allows users to get fastest Wi-Fi speeds on multiple devices simultaneously and is perfect for 4K streaming, virtual reality and super fast data transfers. The X10 features the latest 11AC and 11AD network technology, allowing users to wirelessly transfer data at 4.6 gig a second. This means your 4K video will take seconds, not minutes, to transfer. The Nighthawk X10 smart Wi-Fi router is built to meet the needs of today's connected home from connected deadbolts, smart lights, Arlo Wi-Fi cameras, the 4 Powered active antennas reduce interference by intelligently directing Wi-Fi across large distances. 
the Nighthawk X10 is the first router with the Plex media server built in. Plex organises all of your video, music and photo collections and gives you instant access to your content using an always-on router. Wirelessly stream 4K video to any device jitter-free for the ultimate family movie night. The Netgear Nighthawk X10 smart router contains a quad-core processor for unparalleled speed and power to keep up with your fast-paced lifestyle. Visit netgear.com.au for more information. The Netgear Nighthawk X10, the world's fastest Wi-Fi router. Now, when it comes to kids and apps and technology and social networks, lots of uh, question marks for parents. I sat down with the people at Lego the other week and they showed me a thing called Lego Life. You are a fan, eh? You massive, like Lego. You love massive Lego. fan. I love Until my Lego. step on one. Or break my arm riding a hoverboard over there one. You go. Yeah. Now, those things aside... Kids are not meant to be on social media until they're 13. You know, that's the minimum age for Facebook and things like that. But how do you resist uh, kids getting active in that space? How do you, in fact, educate them to the, the, the pros and cons of all that stuff early on? Now, the backstory here is Lego has a thing called Lego Club Magazine, printed magazine. My son, Jackson, 10, gets it every month or quarter, yeah. whenever it comes out. And in it, there's like a kid's you know, gallery where you can make your own Lego collection, take a photo, send it in, and you get featured. Yeah. Do you reckon Jackson's been featured? No, because hundreds of thousands yeah. of kids try to get in. But he checks the magazine to see if he is featured. Damn straight he Smart. does. So Lego Life is an app that says, radio, everyone can be featured. Here's how it works. You sign up. And you don't use your real name. First important thing. It creates a name for you and you can just rotate through and try and get a better name. It's like I had Senior Silly Cloud or something like that. It's (laughs) like it's completely unrecognisable, nothing to do with you. So that's cool. And then you create a Lego person. Obviously, it doesn't look like you. There's no photo of you. Then... You can see all the Lego content, so Lego, you know, different styles of Lego. You can follow them and see what they're creating. They offer up challenges, you know, make, make a minifigure do this, take photos of it doing that. And you take photos and you upload them as responses, like to the challenges. Other people can like your posts. Okay. Other people can comment with Lego emojis and Lego stickers, so preformed responses. That sounds like Instagram for Lego people. Except completely really safe, safe because there's if, if Jackson was to post something publicly that says this is the best thing I've ever made and someone wrote, you're a little flea and I don't like it at all, it uh, wouldn't get approved. Oh, so there's, there's people <clears throat> monitoring all that. Yeah. So actually you can't comment on other people's posts. You can only comment on Lego Lego yeah. posts with words. Yeah. If, if you comment on other kids' posts, you're actually using stickers and stuff. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. It's right. really, really cool. Free to download. It launched this week in Australia. If you've got kids or grandkids and they love Lego or they've got an, I've got an iPad, uh, trust me. I always get in, in, interested where, like, we go, oh, this is really exciting. You don't know how anyone is going to react. Mate, Jackson just wanted it so desperately on his iPad. So got straight into it. <laughs> Best is one ever, though. limit to use the, the, the app so any no. kid can use it. Any kid can use it. Any adult can use it if you really want to, yeah. too. But <laughs> there was a challenge, like, you know, a day in the life of a minifigure or a minifigure on holiday. <clears throat> and I'm looking through my iPad going, what's Jackson done here? <laughs> He's taking a photo of a minifigure, you know, um, getting on a plane, which is like a little toy he had, a little minifigure in the bush, you know, walking through the grass. So he's gone out and taking photos. Minifigure on the toilet and he sat it on the <laughs> toilet. And I said to Amanda, this this minifigure's been flagged, Seinfeld episode. She hates stuff being flagged in the toilet. But like a really cool little, like he's done a little story thing, really cool thing. Yeah. So if you've got kids or grandkids, kids, it's called Lego Life and it's uh, free to download. Yeah, well, uh, changing gears here, yes. Trevor, quite dramatically, is this uh, this new ban. I think the UK government are following similar measures by the US government about uh, about uh, flights coming into the UK from six predominantly Muslim countries, and the 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 ban is that you passengers 
will not be able to, if tra- when travelling from these countries into the UK, they will not be able to take a device larger than a smartphone into the cabin. So things like laptops, tablets will not be allowed in the cabin. You can take them on the plane, but they have to be checked into your luggage that goes into the hold. The biggest device you can have is a smartphone. I think the limit size is 16 centimetres. And if you're an iPhone 7 Plus user, you just scrape in because the iPhone 7 Plus is 15.8 centimetres long. So it just shows you the limit of what you can take on there. Now, this follows uh, some dramas with there was an attempt to bring down a plane in Somalia. So it was a Somali aircraft. There was a guy who who fashioned a laptop shaped bomb he put the components in in what appeared to be a laptop Mm -hmm. now yes it happened in somalia and and it's and it's terrible that it happened Mm -hmm. but don't you think that we're already now in a situation where everyone has to take their laptop out of the bag even if it's a bigger tablet you got to take it out of your bag it's x-rayed through the machine there have even been times where countries have said it, it, you may be forced to power on your device to prove yes. it's a device. Remember yeah, this? If you, go to, if you go to the US consulate in Sydney, they make you do yeah, that. That's you right. Get yes, your visa, they, they, they say, no, you've got to power it up well, and then... That, exactly the same situation. But in, in these other places, say at the airport, if, you, if your phone is dead and you can't prove it's a phone, that's not getting on the plane, not even in your luggage. Mm. So we've had measures to prevent this from happening. Now, do we need to invent better X-ray machines? I thought X-ray machines can see right through a laptop. That's why they're on their own. Yeah, I thought they could detect so, explosives as well. Is this, is this going to be... It, it, look, I'll be honest. It feels knee-jerk to me. Yeah. But who's arguing with this stuff, right? I'm, I was asked this question the other day and I went, look, I've got to be honest. It feels uh, overkill, but... Jesus, I don't want to argue with it because I don't want to be on a plane yeah. where it happens, right? But, but so here's the there's some there's some other things to consider though. I think that yeah, it may be knee jerk, and what what about all the the problems that this is going to create? Like, what if you're connecting from Australia to Turkey to London? So do you have to check your computer in in Australia? Do you get your bag back in Turkey to rearrange it? Mm. And also. Check-in bags aren't designed to safely hold laptops and tablets. So insurance companies are already saying that you checking your tab- laptop or tablet into your ho- into the hold, kind of you've you've foregone your insurance. You've, the, the insurance won't cover you because you haven't ne- taken that. And also, measures. and this sounds awfully egotistical and whatever, but if you pay for a business class fare and you can't do some work, holy crap! What yeah. the hell? True. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the whole point. We sometimes. should name the countries. The countries that are that the name them, is uh, Turkey, mm. Lebanon, Jordan, mm-hmm. Egypt, mm. Tunisia, where they filmed Star Wars, Tunisia, yeah. Saudi Arabia. So mm. if you're travelling from any of those six countries, and they are in predominantly the US or the UK, in the US, UK, actually the US has more countries they've banned. Mm. But the, in this case, this was the most recent one. So if you're travelling from any of these countries into the UK, forget using your tablet or laptop. They're going to have to be checked into your luggage. So wrap a nice thick towel around your laptop so it doesn't get broken. Mm. So if it's broken in the hold or stolen, the insurance companies are already saying that you're not covered. So it is whether this is going to be a permanent arrangement, and it's already I think that it's it's it starts from uh, as as soon as possible. So it's already in, probably into in effect. So uh, something to look out for, and hopefully it won't affect other parts of the world because I think it. 
the 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 reaction to this and yes it's for safety mm. and of course like i think there was some dude who tried to have a bomb in his shoe and that caused everyone to remove their shoes mm. through security uh there was someone who tried to make a bomb out of uh, had a liquid substance and so now you can't carry a liquid on a plane is this the latest casualty are we is this what we're going to see from it's now it's going to be nude airfares nude yes you can't you can't have clothing on the plane by the way i'm out if that yeah. happens yeah. Yeah, you I don't catch, care what she looks like. I'm out. You're going to catch a cruise ship instead <laughs> yeah. of a plane. Yeah. Bring back sailing. <laughs> now we um, we should have really thought about the rundown in, in more detail because we we haven't really gone from a great topic to a segue. But <laughs> speaking of airlines uh, and technology on airlines, so if you're allowed to use your laptop, yeah, if you're allowed to use your laptop, let's hope these bands don't come in uh, domestically. In Australia, uh, Qantas have announced that as of Monday, uh, Wi-Fi on air. Qantas now in Wi-Fi. Internet, in right? Not so. At the moment, if you get on a Virgin or a Qantas plane, there is Wi-Fi. You can connect to their entertainment system. Yeah. You're basically watching um, uh, TV shows from a computer up the front of the plane, right? Qantas has been testing for a while now um, a satellite-based internet, which is actually using the NBN uh, leftover satellite capacity and powering uh, people on the plane. And they've tested it the whole plane using it, working beautifully. 10 times the speed of traditional Wi-Fi in-flight services around the world. Um, they're actually encouraging and allowing Netflix, Stan, uh, Spotify, Foxtel streaming yeah. from your device in the cloud. Stan? Stan's got a deal the, now. The deal is, the, it, three months the deal is you get three months prescription. There's, yeah. there's deals with smart, Spotify as well. It's all very smart. smart. But very smart. The very, billions, billions. The Stan, very fact I mean, that it works yeah. blows me away, right? But here's the thing. It's free too. It's free. free. Yeah. Now, Stephen, we've travelled a lot and I've paid a lot for in-flight internet. It's free and it's fast because Qantas says we're a premium airline, that's how we roll. And you know what? Terrific because not only is it great if you want to stream your shows, but if you want to do some work, get connected, update your Facebook page, whatever you want to do, tweet while you're watching Star Wars, all that sort of stuff, okay, like you did one time. That's good. um, that that's all well and good, but I think there's a lot of people who just don't want to. They just they're happy not to connect. Well, that's on, fine. Don't connect. Board. Okay. Well, don't. And you, well, it's no money out of their pocket because it doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. Do you know the bad news or the big catchy? What's that? It's only one plane. Well, so far though. Yeah, but like literally so next week there's one plane, yeah. one seven three seven. It'll only be for a couple of months. There'll be one plane, and then they'll start. It takes two weeks per plane. They'll start rolling it out on every other plane. So an A three thirty and the seven three seven fleet. It'll be on eighty aircraft, yeah. Yeah, across, uh, uh, but only dom- uh, over over domestically. Australia. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Flying from Sydney to Hong Kong, nope. forget about it. If you forget Sydney, about it, Sydney to LA, forget about it. Forget about but it. But if you do it, go on Sydney to Melbourne, Sydney to Brisbane, now, or Melbourne to Brisbane. This conspiracy theory, uh, Luke Boner, in fact, uh, suggested this to me. He does Luke Triple M overnight? Luke, Luke Boner, yeah, boy. Yeah, well, yeah, I have boy. to credit him because he told me, and then he said you have to credit me whenever I say it. So, here's <laughs> really? oh, just on the off chance that he buddy is listening. Um, his theory is that in enough time, so let's say two years from now, we're all, you know, that's how we do entertainment on a plane. Yeah. You take every screen out the back of every seat and all the wiring involved yeah. in in-flight entertainment, because you've saved, you've saved a bunch of weight, yes. which saves fuel. Which saves money, which hopefully makes cheaper airfares. Well, no, it'll pay for the internet, probably. The, the, but the, also having those screens, say, say the, next, uh, the next version of a plane they buy, mm. the next order of planes... Take out all the screens. Yes. That saved millions of dollars yeah, yeah, in the yeah. order. And my question is, and I didn't ask this of Qantas the other day when I had them on the radio show, but can they interrupt your stream in any way with announcements? 
If you're watching Stan, like I wonder if the deals they've done because they yeah, haven't said they haven't it. said yeah. carte blanche you can do anything. They've just said we, we allow these services, right? Yeah. So I reckon they block some content and not others. And I reckon they've made a deal with those companies so that they can interrupt streams in some way for cabinet announcements. What do you reckon? I, I think that well, it's possible because it's it's the network they control now, but. I've got another. Can question. they can they insert a message like you know a cabinet oh, announcement? Sure. I don't know. Well, they'll still have the the. the yeah, but you've got your headphones on. I, yeah. I never hear those bloody things. So I've got maybe, no idea what this. Maybe is. yeah, that's a good question. But if, if he's saying brace, 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 I've got no idea. <laughs> brace for impact, and you're just no, watching an episode of. Because I've, I've watched enough <laughs> investigations of playing what's it called playing crash it's investigation that yeah. I know there's no point bracing. Yeah, you reckon? Okay. Well, I'll be bracing. You do you do your best. Hopefully, we won't ever have to brace, mate. Jesus, but uh, <laughs> We're flying on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Good call. But I got I got another question. Is there any limit to what you can look at on a plane? What do is you it, mean? Like in, in, on in the in flight Wi Fi. So it's on. It's not just for entertainment, is it? No. So you can hop on the internet. Yeah. So can I go look at Facebook? Yeah, so can basically, I, like, so what's the limit? The, say, say are, the bloke next to me sitting near the window in the uh, corner. If you're going there, I don't want to know. Okay. Well, yes, but, but, I think there are restrictions. So I think what they've so done. So he wants to look at a bit of chicken and corn. What happens there? I think that <laughs> corn will be disallowed. So I think what will happen is so? I think there are filters. So I remember him saying to me, we have people at the back of the planes testing our, our content filters or something like that, yeah, and yeah. I, it, it just triggered with me. Yeah. So I think what for two reasons. One, because I don't want that going on. And two, um, don't I th- want it going on next year. Yeah, yeah no, definitely not. <laughs> I um, and hopefully they're not wearing a blanket over the top. Oh, of Oh, mate, just stop. <laughs> Honestly, you're degenerate. Okay, that is my role in this podcast. Stop it. Uh, so I yeah. think they, I think they need to be able to block that stuff, and they need to be able to block basically. I think they'll block video content. Uh, other than the things they approve, like, like what, you, about, what about your Facebook? Your Facebook. Well, this is the thing they might allow, like a, you know, asterisks, anything Facebook, yeah. anything YouTube, anything Stan Netflix, because otherwise, I don't It'll know, there, there could down. be issues, right? So yeah. Stan and everything will will pump through an SD version, yeah, not an HD that? version. So where, where do they draw the line though? Like you go on no, YouTube you, and you, mate, you, you test access, it. I'll let you know. You could access risque content on YouTube if, and then if they're not going to block YouTube. Maybe they'll set it to sort of an uh, under eighteen kind of class, but. Like, is, it, will they say, and welcome to the Qantas flight, and lucky passengers, we're happy to offer you in-flight free high-speed Wi-Fi connectivity, but you're not allowed to access porn or any other inappropriate material. Well, are they going to announce that, you reckon? Will that be known to the passenger? I think it will be on the, you know, when you log into a Wi-Fi network, it says click here. Yeah. I think the terms and conditions will be there. C's and C's, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. I think it'll just say we reserve the right to block content. I reckon I reckon maybe if you do try to look at the, that uh, content, the chicken and corn, you may, there may be like a, the, the you know light that, goes like the, yes. the overhead. <laughs> no, but it'll be a different and the colour. Antenna will go, yeah, it'll be red, yeah. and the antenna will go, Hey, look at this. Yeah, and, and then, and what then are you every, everyone at? around there will just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make a good skit. It'll Two blokes talking tech. Now, Stephen, minute reviews for the great uh, listeners who have just anticipate these things every week. We get so many emails, even though we don't have an email address for the show. Um, tweet us, though, on Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long are our uh, usernames on yes. Twitter. If you haven't found us already, then oh, I don't know what you've been doing. What have you been doing? We're doing this show for 292 episodes. 292. You should be six, following us by six now. Years. If you're not following us, you're not allowed to listen anymore. Absolutely. Are we going to start the minute reviews now? Over to Okay. Well, I'm sure there's a few people who listen to the show. They may be listening from their workplace. They might be in. Uh, they might be a tradie. Might operate a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if they payment, work in chicken and porn? Well, chicken and corn. <laughs> chicken and corn. Yeah. It's not chicken and porn. You gave it away, mate. You gave it away. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> while Trevor's recovering, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on with a new uh, simple tap and go payment system. It's called Square. Now, say you're a say you're a tradie, or you're doing a, a freelance job, or you may have a set up a, a coffee stand, or you may have a small retail outlet. Then creating a point of sale system could be a bit of work, but Square offers two solutions that are not only very affordable but also really easy to use and and there's the two solutions the, the first is a, a tap a contactless chip reader so if you've got a if you're paying with apple pay android pay or just with a chip card so a tap and go card mm-hmm. this thing's a little mini terminal that connects to your phone or tablet ios or android and accepts the payment and then it goes into your bank account the next day there's also a second <laughs> what are you looking at there <laughs> just search for those two words on google images oh please Good. Anyway, no, that's, that's awful. And there is a second one, a smaller reader that, that actually fits into your headphone jack that actually lets you either insert the chip of the card or swipe the magnetic strip so you can accept the payment. So I may say, not say have been a- fully engaged in this conversation, but how's this new? Well, it's uh, well. I've just had them to try out. They're, they're, oh, they've right. been updated. Okay. They've got an updated app too, and they've got these new. The service costs one point nine percent per transaction. Yep. So if you if you're charging a hundred bucks, you can get ninety eight dollars ten. My brother in law runs a cruise a cruise boat on the harbour. Tried PayPal here for some time. Yeah. Um, we got him a square. Loves it. Yeah. Brilliant, really handy. seamless, easy to set up, fast to set up, unbelievable. So like, and the, the devices themselves, like the contactless chip reader is only 59 bucks. Yeah. The, the the chip card reader that goes in the headphone jacks is 19 bucks. Brilliant. Really easy to set up. And not only do the, is it a payment solution, you can also set it up to look after your inventory. So if you're running low on inventory, you get a reminder and you can even send invoices, receive in, um, in payments as well. Yeah. Really handy payment setup. Check it out, techguide.com.au. And, uh, Stephen, you've just come back. What about your junket fortnight, <laughs> hey? New Zealand, Melbourne, New York. Wow. Yeah, you work. are wrought king. It was a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work, my yeah. ass. Well, we, New uh, Zealand with uh, I was, Panasonic. I was in Queenstown with uh, our good friends at Panasonic testing out the new Lumix GH5, which has just been announced. It's not going to go on sale in Australia for a couple of weeks, but this is a mirrorless, single-lens mirrorless camera. So just imagine an SLR, slightly smaller, similar lens setup where the micro four-thirds four thir- camera lens can be interchanged. This is a 20.3 megapixel sensor, five axis dual stabilization. So th- th- this is sort of the level where you can use, not have to use a tripod or, or a stable or a steady cam to mm. get great shots. And this is a sort of camera too that is aimed at the enthusiast and also the professional. This is as much about shooting video, probably more about shooting video than taking stills. Can mm-hmm. do both really well. Can shoot 4K, 10 bit. 25 or 30 frames a second, and there are other great features like they've got a 6K feature, which effectively you're shooting 6K video, and it allows you to pull frames out of that little you know, that little portion. Mm. So you think, okay, that looks good, that looks good, and you get rid of the rest. So say you're filming something that's continuous, like cars jumping or bikes, whatever is continuous movement, you basically film it in 6K and just pull out the frames that you want. So you're not missing anything. It's still. So rather than, yeah, it's still. So you pull frames out and use them as your photograph. So rather than having to time the thing that's going to happen in front of you, you're basically filming it in 6K and pulling out these amazing resolution images. And where we tested in Queenstown, look, it was 
naturally, anywhere you look in Queenstown and point a camera, yeah. it's a brilliant photo. And, and uh, they, they did a really good job in explaining all the different features like the stabilisation, the burst modes, the video quality was fantastic. 4K video recording is brilliant. It's also got that uh, the, the stabilisation that I've mentioned as well. Then the design too, it, it's the first thing we did with the camera is we went on a jet boat ride. I'm thinking, great, they're going to wreck 65 cameras of all the people here. But it's splash and weather resistant. So we, yeah. the camera's got soaked and they're actually sealed against uh, against weather. So if you're using them in the heavy rain, uh, so if they get a bit of a splash on them, you just wipe them dry and, and away you go. So also got dual SD card slots. So if you're running, you've got two, two slots to put your SD cards. Mm-hmm. If one runs out, you can still keep shooting on the other one. So take one out, upload it. You still got the other slot in the other slot with the other card. Mm. Especially good if you're shooting 4K video because that takes a bit of room. So you can once one card's full, it seamlessly just switches to the other card and you continue to film. Nice. So uh, really handy features. Now the price. The body only is $2,999, which is not cheap. And with the kit, with the 12, 12 to 60 millimeter lens, it's $3,999. But when you consider that three to four years ago, people trying to shoot broadcast quality video were buying cameras worth $50,000, yeah. this isn't a bad deal. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. GH5 from uh, the, the Lumix GH5 from Panasonic, uh, it'll be out in, in a couple of weeks. And I've written about the features, but I'll have my review up on Tech Guide uh, in the next week or so. Stephen, uh, great reviews. It is uh, very, very late on Thursday night. I've now got to uh, create a um, uh, version of this podcast for our listeners. Um, we're both very tired, uh, which is awkward because we're in my what room. Time is it, Trevor? Uh, Eleven o'clock. Eleven p.m. <coughs> and uh, past your bedtime, huh? massively past you my bedtime. Looking at a bit of chicken and corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's going to happen no, I've now? I had or? dinner. It was a steak okay, and chips. Terrific, Thank terrific. you. Uh, awesome. Go to bed, Jackson. Awesome. Um, and uh, we've got another big day at the Grand Prix tomorrow yes, with Hisense. Uh, thank you to Epson for bringing us down here. It's always great. And next week, Stephen, we'll be in New York. New we York. will. We will. Um, we will record after the unpack. So it'll be late after in the week. The event, it'll be yes. after the, the it'll event be like thir- this. So it'll Thursday, Thursday night. Same yeah. similar time. Yeah. We'll it'll uh, it'll actually come out in the middle of the day. And you probably. know what as well. What? You know, we're in New York, right? Mm. If we can make it there, we can make it anywhere. In New York. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to do some post-production here and bring up New no, York. No, York. Come no, on, no. mate. Come on. Just imagine it, do people. It, do no, it. it's not happening. Come on. No. If you're not hearing that music right now, Trevor has not done the post-production. He's decided to look at chicken and corn instead. Two likes, talking tech. Back next week from New York. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you later.